0: Check, 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 check. What up, 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 Voice, check. Computer, running, check. Bell, check. Brandi? Check. Ding, dong, doom. Hi. What's up?
1: Nothing. What's up with you?
0: Oh, you know, just hanging out. Do you ever have those nights where you like sweat a lot? No, you don't have that.
1: No, I keep my house at a cool sixty-six degrees.
0: Dude, don't get me started right now. Oh my god! <laughs> I think Sarah's part lizard because we have a nest. Not an huh. ad. Not an ad should be. We have. A I n- have one also. Yeah,
1: it really should be an ad.
0: I have it scheduled so around you know nine thirty we Mm -hmm. get the temp down to around 70 degrees for my sleeping because scientists have proven that um, your brain needs to cool two degrees to be able to fall asleep, and that's why it's really hard to fall asleep when it's really warm out. Mm Mm-hmm. My lizard fiance over here needs it (laughs) at a balmy 85 to be able to... Oh my
1: God, that has to be an exaggeration.
0: That is an exaggeration. But like, (laughs) she'll she'll get upstairs and be like, oh
1: my God, it's freezing.
0: I'm like, it's 70 degrees. This is like kind of baseline for everyone. It is
1: baseline, yeah.
0: (laughs) And so I'm over here sweating my nutsack off every single night. And she's Oof. just sleeping like snug as a bug in a rug. But you know what? <laughs> Something's going to give here, all right? And, you know, it's really sad because I've I've started thinking about it. We might be one of those families that, like, I go sleep in a different room.
1: I think that's fine.
0: I, I kind of do too, you know? Like, there's yeah. not there's not a lot of things from, like, the 40s that I think are good for any marriage. But that one might be one of them. <laughs> you know?
1: yeah, I'll ask my mom if I need to cut this, but my parents slept in separate rooms, like basically my whole life.
0: So really.
1: I just like to sleep cold. But Miley is the same as Sarah. Anytime I go to Miley's house, even if it's the dead of summer, the heat is on. Yeah. Like, Miley likes her house at literally seventy eight degrees.
0: I just don't understand. like i I don't want to be sweaty no I want to be I want it to be so cold that I have to, like, curl up into the comforts. Me too. you know? yeah, same. Oh god. So anyways, yeah, well they, well
1: they they do make mattress pads that cool down the bed. You know this, right?
0: You know it's funny when I was a kid, I thought I was an inventor and I had this <laughs> idea for a bed that had a big fan in the in the in the mattress and then had and I drew out like um schematics and what and what have you? And and then f- the the fan had hoses that went up into different parts of the mattress and blew cold air into the mattress. This was my big idea. And I remember telling people about it. And I think I told my parents. And they were like, that's never going to work. Like, you know, people people are going to be too cold or whatever. And now I see that that's a thing. Like, that's a real thing. Ah. Oh, yeah. Fuck. I could have been a billionaire.
1: Could have, should have, would have.
0: Yeah. That should be the name of this podcast. Could have, should have, would have. Didn't <laughs> How's everything going with you?
1: It's trucking along, you know?
0: Yeah. How was uh, Florida?
1: Oh, just amazing. Yeah. I love it down there. Did- like, I hate to even talk about it because I don't want more people to start going there because it's so crowded already. Yeah. But the Panhandle, it it definitely is like the clearest water I've seen in the United States. I mean, it's like Bahamas status, clear water.
0: Yeah. Did you go to uh, the Florabama?
1: No. I went to 30A.
0: Yeah, well, the Floribama is not too far from there.
1: No, it's not. No, it's not.
0: And I used to go there in college a lot, and I actually got kicked out of there once.
1: Oh, that doesn't shock me at all. Well, it's surprising like
0: that of all like the degenerates and just like grommets that live down there that <laughs> I, an upstanding citizen of the law and mm-hmm. a well-mannered boy from Carmel, California, uh, would get kicked out of the Floribama. But I did, but but what happened was, is that my buddies got into a fight, and then I was just like there, and then I got thrown out too. But yeah, I think there's a show on MTV called like the Florabama or something like that.
1: Well, if there's not, there should be. There I should bet be. it's fascinating.
0: Yeah, I have an amazing story about the Floribama. Oh my god. Okay, so <laughs> I won't name names, but so if you've ever been to the Floribama, there's it's like two levels. On the second level, you can like look down upon the dance floor. Mm-hmm. And we had a buddy in college who, I think everyone was just like super blacked out there. So we're there, we're parting spring break. I'm up on the second level looking down on my buddy who has found some, cougar is not the right word because, mm. you know, cougars are hot. This was just an older lady. Um, <laughs> I don't know how many teeth she had if I'm being perfectly Ooh. honest with you sounds right there might have been a meth addiction going on not really sure what Mm. was happening but he was grinding on this girl listen oh no this woman on this seasoned lady and he was grinding on her and making out with her and i remember thinking (gasps) like oh it's got to taste like paul mall and just like regret this (sighs) is terrible so they're grinding on each other and they're kind of grinding at each other. And then finally, she kind of turns around, you know, to, to put the old caboose up into the old uh, crotchal region for him. And okay. then turns around. And I'm with my buddies and we're watching it. And we've noticed that she is Peter Pants. And <gasps> he had been grinding on a pee pee pant. And it was just the great. Not only was. <sighs> not only was this woman 30 years older than him not only did she have she must have had some sort of a major like um arrest record but she he had been grinding on her and then she had peed her pants and because they were front face grinding oh you know my boy had a wet thigh and it was that just is
1: disgusting.
0: so great. So that's why, you know, that's why you should go to the Floribama just for that. That's
1: why you should absolutely never go there. Yeah. 30A is very nice. Go there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go, <laughs> there's a difference between Gulf Shores and 30A, I feel like.
1: Oh, yeah. Major difference.
0: God, I'd forgotten about that story.
1: Oof. That's, how do you forget that?
0: Well, you know, you, you, t- <laughs> you, t- you try to block those ones out.
1: Yeah. Too good.
0: Oh, God. All right. Well, with that, do you want to start the show? Yeah. <laughs> uh, is it you or me?
1: I have no idea.
0: Nor do I. I'll do it. Bros and hoes, you're listening to your favorite thing podcast with
1: Wells and Brandy. Did you say thing, thing? I don't know. Maybe I just I said thing. <laughs> thing. Thing, thing. Plus, they offer a 30-night worry-free guarantee so you can wash, style, and sleep in their sheets for an entire month. And if you don't love them, you can send them right back.
0: That's right. Sleep better with the softest, most breathable bedding from Bowl & Branch. Get 15% off your order when you use promo code FAVORITE at BowlAndBranch.com. That's BowlAndBranch, B-O-L-L-A-N-D-B-R-A-N-C-H.com. Promo code FAVORITE THING.
1: My brain, it's, it's on the struggle bus these days. Why? I think it's because I'm getting old. Yeah, well, I think I'm starting to lose—I don't know some brain ability. cells maybe, or something.
0: Yeah, you know, you need to get on. You need to get on the mushrooms. The um, uh,
1: I've been hearing this.
0: Yeah, there's—I I get them from Amazon. There's one called Genius Mushrooms, and they're little capsules with. The, we've talked about this before, but mm-hmm. I do feel like that brings some clarity to my life. Really? Yeah, and they're not like magic mushrooms. It's like Lion's Mane and ones that are totally legal and don't do anything weird to you. But I think it does. I think
1: it's helpful. Interesting. Or if no, not, do
0: it. it's a placebo, and that's just I mean, as no. good as most things. It's true. You know? Yeah. Big news in Bachelor World, by the way. Want to say big congratulations and a long time coming to Becca Tilly and oh, and Haley. Yes. It's been a tough thing because, uh, you know, like we've known this for a long time, and yeah. I'm just not going to keep my secrets, you know? So I'm just am really happy for them. <laughs> <laughs> okay.
1: <laughs> yeah.
0: The other news is, uh, well, they announced I'm going back to paradise.
1: Yeah, that's where I thought you were going. I thought like there is kind of a lot of, a uh, like news in Batch Nation though. Right now, you've got you got Becca's announcement, which we love.
0: We do love Probably that. My
1: favorite thing going on. JoJo and Jordan finally got married. That's all over Instagram. I
0: know. And um, we were supposed to go to the wedding, and we had to bail out because Sarah and I had to go to upfronts.
1: Right. Yeah. yeah. So that happened and then they um finally like dropped the trailer for the new Bachelorette season, announced the date for it, all that. And then on top of that, yes, we got the uh, Bachelor in Paradise news that you will be back as bartender. Yeah. Thank God.
0: <laughs> thank thank God. <laughs> no one could do that job.
1: <laughs>
0: I don't want to say too much about it other than really happy to go back. And I did see, like, there's it's a lot of Batch Nation people saying things like, uh, w- you know, Wells should be the host and all that kind of stuff. And to that, I say that's very nice of you guys to say that kind of stuff. And maybe one day I'll talk about my journey in this whole thing. But today is not that day. I'm just excited to get back out there and um, make some drinks and watch that dumpster fire burn.
1: <laughs> and get a nice tan. It's not a bad gig,
0: dude. I got to get a base tan going on though. I was, I was thinking about yeah. that today. It's like I'm. I'm not. It's not. I'm not where where I need to be right now. You know. Oh,
1: yeah, you're looking a little pacey for sure. I
0: am for sure. So,
1: like, if I'm more tan than you, that something's wrong. You yeah, know.
0: Yeah. It was. It's New York did it to me, man. Like, <laughs> New York did it. So yeah, how so, was New
1: York, by the way?
0: Dude, we got to go through it. I had we had such an amazing time, but it was just too much. New, New York is just too much. Okay, it's, it's a just, lot.
1: Can you imagine living there? N- could I not. could not.
0: Couldn't imagine living there. It's bing bang boom all the time. It's like, do you guys ever fucking chill out? No, no. you don't. It's go. Oh, we got to go here. We got to go there. We got to jump on the train. Got to go to this. Jump in the car. No, never sleep. Don't ever sleep. We went out there for upfronts. And the easiest way that I can explain what upfronts is is it is a cattle call for every network. To bring in all of their talent for their upcoming schedule of television shows to basically parade them in front of potential advertisers to buy commercial space on said networks for specific shows.
1: Mm-hmm. So, That's a great explanation. Yeah.
0: So, Sarah was there for the NBC upfronts because NBC Universal owns Peacock, which is where Bumper in Berlin, her new show that she did, just did with Adam Devine from the Pitch Perfect series, which is. Now going into this limited series run is going to be airing. So we had to go to that. And then, of course, my new show on Hulu, Best in Doe, is Hulu's part of ABC. And, of course, I'm also part of ABC with Bachelor in Paradise. So I was kind of doing double duty for ABC. So Sarah and I had to go do Upfronts for both networks, which is just a lot, okay? And I'm not complaining, but it's just a lot of going to parties and schmoozing a lot, you know? Yeah, We jump on a plane. We land in New York City on Saturday at like 3.30. We have to be at 30 Rock a couple hours later for SNL. And can I just say, SNL is so fucking fun to go to.
1: It's the best thing I've ever been to ever.
0: And here's the thing that I think that I took away from SNL from going there. Everyone's always heard, like, it's much smaller in person than you think it is, which is totally true. Every set that's in 30 Rock is fucking tiny because it's in a skyscraper, you know? It's not like a huge studio lot here in Studio City. The thing that I took away from SNL, what's the most amazing thing is not the acting, albeit very good. It's not the comedy, albeit fantastic. It's not the writing, albeit amazing. It's the logistics of the stage crew that's able to move around those sets in commercial break. It's fucking insane how they're able to do that.
1: Yeah, it really is.
0: They're building little worlds, new scenes in a one minute commercial break.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: it's bonkers. And they're f- and the other thing is, so we, we went and it was Selena was the host and Post Malone was the musical guest, by the way. I'll be the first to admit, like, I'm not a huge Post Malone fan. I'm not a fan of his music. Like, that's just not kind of the thing that I'm generally drawn to.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: I think that Post Malone might be the fucking nicest guy I've ever been around in Hollywood. Like,
1: yeah, he's super nice.
0: The most wonderful person. So... <laughs> So, you know, it's, it's a lot of, like, once you're done with your bit, like, get the fuck out of here. We got to set, set uh-huh. up. Post Malone brought in this choir, right? Which I'm sure he's, like, not really super tight with anyone in the choir. He sings his song... And then, you know, it finishes and it goes to commercial and he proceeds to hug every person from the choir and Aww. the stage director is going, hey, you can fucking hug off stage. go, go, go. <laughs> and Post Malone's like, fuck you, man, I'm hugging out here. Like, you know, this is their opportunity to be on stage and like, this is, you know, fuck you. So I saw that and I was like, wow, that guy is so awesome. That's cool. The other thing is, there's a woman I don't know her name. I want to get it, though. There's a woman who is in charge of whoever is hosting to go and change for the next bit, next sketch Mm -hmm. or whatever. And she runs in there like fucking Usain Bolt. She grabs... She grabs Selena and they are off to the races, stripping down like, while oh, they're yeah. like being pulled off. There's cameras on these huge like cranes and booms and there's wires everywhere. And they are dipping and dabbing and ducking and weaving through all this shit. And I'm like, someone's gonna get clotheslined and just get knocked the <laughs> fuck out and not be able to finish, you know? But no, this yeah. woman knows all of like the footfalls and, and trapdoors and shit. And it was just amazing to sit there and just watch like how
1: watch the show, yeah. they
0: do it. Like I know. And like politics aside, comedy aside, you have to appreciate how amazing there is to be able to do that show every week with really no hiccups mm-hmm. in that time period. So anyways, it was bonkers. And then afterwards, we went to the after party, and that was kind of crazy.
1: So, they're so fun.
0: If I'm being honest, like Lorne Michaels was just like hanging out there, and Selena, and... Cara Delevingne, Cara
1: Delevingne,
0: Delevingne. and I mean, obviously the entire cast was there and all the writers, Post Malone was just in there, just, we were inside, he was just ripping darts, and I was like, God, that's, you shouldn't smoke cigarettes, but like, that's, if you get to the level where you're just like, I can smoke anywhere I want to, these are the rules now, good for you, man,
1: get it. So anyways. Yeah. I mean I feel like it's a pretty pretty like baseline thing to say that like most of the time celebrities and artists and stuff like you don't want to go to the after parties of things like going to parties is kind of like a chore more than something you actually want to go do but not the SNL after party like it's like such an honor to be there just in general and it is so just genuinely fun and awesome that people want to go It's like the only after party I've ever been to where like everybody actually shows up and stays and wants to be there you know what I mean
0: oh yeah. Sarah was excited to talk to Keenan and Mm -hmm. all the cast, but I ended up meeting a bunch of writers and it was funny. Like as the night went on, so I don't know if I've ever even told you this, but like my superlative in high school was like most likely to be a writer on SNL. It was like something that I really wanted to do. There was a bunch of writers that came up to me and they were like, fuck dude, tell me about like, you know, I'm sure it's like, I've been thinking about doing, you know, a bachelor bid or a bachelor in paradise, bit, like, tell me about like everything. But then of course I'm like, Tell me about your job cuz this is you do what I always wanted to do. Anyways, it was just a lot of fun. We see the sun come up. See the sun come up? Are you wow. kidding me? <laughs> Who am I? I mean, of course we were on LA know. time, but like we we got back to the hotel and I was like, "Oh my god, it's it's morning time. This is Bonker Town." So then after that, my second favorite thing. Now, Probably my first, because SNL was great, but the thing that I really loved, we went to go see Jesse Tyler Ferguson's new Broadway show called Take Me Out. It's about a baseball team, I think kind of loosely based on the Yankees during the 2002 season. Jesse Williams, who's in a bunch of things, he's a very attractive man. You know who I'm talking about?
1: That sounds familiar.
0: He's from Grey's Anatomy. You should know this.
1: Oh. Um, Dr.
0: Avery, Dr. Jackson yeah, yeah. Avery.
1: yeah, 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 yeah. I know you're talking about.
0: So yeah, so Jesse Williams is is kind of like the, the lead. Even on SNL they made fun of it. Like it's the show where like you just see a lot of you see a lot of dicks. Like just a lot of Wang Chung. Just flip flopping around. Wow, on, just okay. a lot of Wang. It's to prove a point because it's this baseball team that's dealing with their their main character played by Jesse Williams, who is the best player in the league coming out as gay. And mm-hmm how that affects everyone in the team. And obviously, the shower is an issue for a lot of these men, especially the Hispanic men on the team who are very religious. And so it's like that dichotomy. And the Southerners who are like good old boys who are weirded out by this. And if you can kind of separate yourself from like all the dongs, you see. Which, by the way, you know what? If I was Jesse Williams, I'd be showing that hog off too, dude. Good for <laughs> you. You know? Like dear Lord I don't
1: know but I mean- go
0: see it. Well it's it's gonna end soon, unfortunately, but dear Lord. Good for him, man. Anyways, the the play is so freaking good especially as someone who was on organized sports in college and like understands like the team dynamic and the narrator of this play is character kippy and he's like someone who i really related to and i just like cried a lot in the end of it it's a really sad story you're never really sure who the good guy is and who the bad guy is and it's just really well done and jesse tyler ferguson is so funny in it he's great i hope he wins a tony Anyways, if you are in New York and you have a chance to go see Take Me Out, it's going to be ending, I believe, in mid-June, so go see it. It's phenomenal. And this is weird to say... Okay, so Sarah's dad is in *Cursed Child*, the *Harry Potter* thing, and that, that's kind of been my favorite one on Broadway. I think this one might be my new favorite one, just because it was something that really resonated with, with me as someone who played organized sports, like as an adult. I think a lot of guys might be shying away from it because it's known as seeing a lot of dongs. But if you were like an athlete or something, it really, really resonates phenomenal play all right and then you know we schmoozed uh everyone at NBC and ABC and that was that and there's not really much to talk about other than my birthday fell on the day that we were doing the NBC up fronts it was kind of like late at night and I was like no one has sung me happy birthday today like what the fuck is happening like this is a weird thing you know, you want people to sing happy birthday, right? Like, if no,
1: I do. No, I do not want anyone to sing happy birthday to me ever.
0: Okay. Well, I, I don't know if I was upset, other than I just had mentioned like no one has sung me happy birthday. Oh God! So for whatever reason, we are now adopted by the Lopez family. George Lopez, uh, Ann Lopez and Lopez, Maya Lopez. We hung out with them like basically the entire time for the NBC upfronts. Mrs. Lopez was the one who came out and sang. Happy birthday to me and Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> So anyways, that was the, that was amazing. That was really great. Uh, I had a really good time with that. Saw a lot of old friends, made some new ones, drank too much alcohol. And and so that was kind of New York. And then we had a nice day in Central Park one day. Saw some buddies who are not in the industry. That was fun. We flew back, got in at one o'clock. The next morning, we had to drive like an hour and a half for our engagement shoot.
1: Ooh.
0: And I can't wait for you guys to see these pictures, guys. Ooh.
1: That's exciting. We,
0: we have a prop. Wait, oh. until you, wait until you see the prop, Brandy.
1: Oh, I can't wait.
0: It's going to blow your mind. Ah! <laughs> so anyways, that's like half the show. I just burnt by telling you my New York story. Sorry.
1: Literally. I can't believe you didn't run into my sister at all.
0: Well, so Sarah was presenting at the NBC Upfronts, and once she was done, she was like, Let's get out. You guys want to go? And, uh, and Miley, I think, was was the closer of the show.
1: Yeah, Miley performed. She like, yeah. sang a couple songs.
0: Yeah. I will say this, though, because we got to go to these up fronts, we got to see like what all the new shows are coming. and
1: Anything good?
0: Well, there's one called Fleischman is in Trouble that the cast looks fucking crazy. Ooh. Claire Danes, Lizzie Kaplan, mm. Christian Slater.
1: Oh, wow. Jesse
0: Eisenberg. Dang. Adam Brody. What? Yeah, like, we were like, (sighs) oh my god, everyone's in this. It's called Fleischman is in Trouble. It looks, like, it can't be bad with this cast.
1: Wow, yeah, you're right, it can't.
0: Yeah. Anyways, you got any favorite things?
1: Yeah, I've been watching a few new things. The Lincoln Lawyer is on Netflix. It's a series based on, it was originally a book, and then there was a movie with Matthew McConaughey forever ago. Yeah. Did you, I'm sure you've seen it.
0: No, I never saw uh, and, it, but I I I know he's a lawyer that that works out of his Lincoln.
1: You never saw it? No. I it's didn't. so good. And Matthew McConaughey is phenomenal.
0: All right. Well, I'll go watch
1: okay. it. Okay. Well go back and watch that immediately. Uh, because the movie is great. And so it's like, wow, like to be cast in this show and that and you know, and have to like live up to Matthew McConaughey, like Big shoes to fill. I would be very intimidated, but the show is good. I'm on like I'm on like episode six. I was cranking it out yesterday. Um, the, I I, for, I don't know anyone. I forget everybody's name, but the actress that p- plays his first wife, she's in a lot of things, and I love her. It oh, it's Neve Campbell. Yes,
0: from Party of Five.
1: Yes, she's amazing. Yeah, and then the other show that just came out, it's, it's on HBO Max, is The Time Traveler's Wife, which was originally a book and then a movie with Rachel McAdams and Eric Bana. I mean, those are two of my favorite actor, actresses of all time. Like, they're phenomenal. And that movie was one of my favorite movies of all time. I've seen it probably 12 times. I'm obsessed with it. It was a great movie. Um, And so when I saw this on HBO Max, I was like, they're like, why would they make this a show? This is so stupid. The movie was so great. I'm not going to watch this. And then I clicked on it and I saw who was playing the lead, Henry de None other than Theo James, who I would dare say is the very top of my celebrity crush list. Really? Oh, he's so hot.
0: Wasn't he in Hunger Games?
1: He was in Divergent. So Divergent, close, yeah, but yeah, yeah, Divergent was like his big thing, and he's done a few things since that I've watched, and he is so gorgeous. He's British, so he has an accent, but not in this. And so I saw Theo James, and I was like, holy fuck, I'm watching this. Obvi. So there's only two episodes out. It comes out weekly, but it's Theo James, and then, you know, who plays his girlfriend, who was Rachel McAdams in the movie. You know is, nothing, uh,
0: Jon Snow.
1: Yes, Rose Le- is it Rose Leslie? Yeah. Is that her name? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's Rose Leslie, who is a phenomenal actress and obviously I love her from Game of Thrones so I was like alright alright I loved the movie I don't think it can get better than Rachel McAdams and Eric Bana but this is a great close second you know Yeah. Um. and I will say I did read I read the book I've seen the movie and I will say like with the show they're able to go more in detail about things than they were in the movie like you just get like more of the story which I really appreciate uh, and they've done a really good job so far um, and done it differently than the movie which makes sense because the movie was was made so long ago, I'm sure, like with technology and stuff nowadays, that I can make some of the time travel stuff a lot cooler. And so it's really good. Highly recommend. Even if you've read the book, seen the movie, it's a really good show with great acting.
0: All right. Did you ever get into Barry?
1: No. Oh, God,
0: man. So the new season's out on HBO. Sarah and I are caught up. I think this is the third season they've got of it. And it is just so freaking good I think I like it better than Ozark I know that's a crazy thing really? to say. yeah I think I do because it's the thing that I think Ozark was missing was the comedy it was just yeah. always very serious Barry is a hitman but he is also wanting to be he's an aspiring actor there are opportunities for a lot of comedy and Bill Hayer is just so freaking good in it Anthony Carrigan is I think he's one of the funniest people in the world right now. Like, his his character as Noho Hank is so freaking funny. Steven Root's amazing in it. Henry Winkler is fantastic. If you haven't gotten into Barry, just start right now. Start season one, episode one, and just catch up. It's so good.
1: Yeah, I've never, I've never watched that, but I do love Bill Hader, so maybe I need to give it a shot.
0: Yeah. The other thing that we started and we have caught up on, which was, by the way, one of my favorite books from, I don't know, Fifteen years ago, John Krakauer's "Under the Banner of Heaven." It's now been made into a uh, TV show on FX, also on Hulu. Andrew Garfield is the lead, and literally, I think everything this man has done recently has been fucking a home run. Mm-hmm. Do you ever read "Under the Banner of Heaven"?
1: I didn't know. Oh
0: my god! You need you need to.
1: Okay, you would
0: absolutely love and read the book before you start watching the show. Because the book is one of my favorite ones by one of my favorite authors, who's written some amazing fucking books. One of which that is, I know, is one of your favorites, which is Into the Wild. Mm-hmm. But then he also wrote Into Thin Air and um, and a couple others that are just fantastic. But Under the Banner of Heaven is a fucked up true story that you're like whoa dude i can't believe this happened here's the tag a devout detective's faith is tested as he investigates a brutal murder seemingly connected to an esteemed utah family spiral into lds fundamentalism and their distrust in the government it opens with andrew garfield's character who is the lead detective in utah coming on a crime scene where a infant has been beheaded and the wife has been, I think, strangled, Oof. and the husband is covered in blood. Eey. The husband's like, "I didn't do this. I didn't do this. These bearded men did this. They're people after me and my family." And everyone's like, "Okay, buddy, we know you killed her, and you know we know you killed them both. Like, what happened?" It's a true story. It goes deep into like the craziness of Mormon fundamentalism. Just whoa. Read the book. Once you finish the book, go watch the show. So good.
1: Sounds great.
0: I don't want to ruin it too much, but obviously it's a a murder case. The book rolls into the trial of it all. Where the waters get muddy is... In the Mormon religion, is kind of predicated around how God can speak directly to you. You know, John Smith getting the plates and looking the hat. Like, there's there's a lot of like their theology rooted in like God can be like, Brandy, you should go to the store today, and God mm-hmm. told me to do that. Whereas, mm-hmm. like in Catholic religion, you there are conduits to God. There's popes and bishops and all that kind of stuff. And so where it gets muddy in this, especially in this story, is that well, what happens if God tells you to do something? That's very illegal.
1: hmm Yeah. Fuck, Interesting.
0: Crazy, man. I have a question. Do kids still have yearbooks these I days? I think so. Or do they get a, like a PDF on an iPad and like <laughs> they still write things like stay cool, you know? and
1: Stay cool. L-Y-L-A-S. Is,
0: uh, I, that lo- means. I love you so much.
1: Love you like a sister. L-
0: oh, that's a thing.
1: Oh, it was a big thing.
0: Yeah. We, I, mine was a lot of like, uh, have a cool summer. Always stay cool. Here's my <laughs> number. <laughs> No one's gonna call it. What, what are we doing here?
1: Oh my god! I'm trying to think if I know any kids that are still in school, and I don't.
0: Yeah, and maybe we shouldn't know any kids in school right now.
1: That's well- probably true. My one high school age friend, she rides horses with me. She's homeschooled, so this doesn't apply to her. So I can't call her for for an answer. Yeah. So I don't know.
0: Yeah, I don't know. Anyways, if there's any YFTs out they're like what's happening now? Are people still writing in yearbooks? Or I hope
1: so because that was just like the like best part of the whole year was the whole end of the year signing yearbooks celebration.
0: I know, but what? Who did we think we we were? Did did, did everyone think that they were a celebrity that deserved to oh, get yeah. autographs from everybody else? Like
1: why? Yes, I don't know.
0: I and I don't know why that became a thing, but and there was always like. There was always like someone who would write like a page and you're like, bro, what what are you doing right now? <laughs> you know?
1: Those people grew up to write books, I guess. Yeah. And became authors.
0: Yeah, it's like, Dear Wells, I remember it just like it was yesterday. <laughs> We were walking together to music class and you tripped on a rock. And that's when I knew you were cool. Stay cool, pony boy. Thought about it the other day and I was like, do people, I wonder if people still do this.
1: Oh, the other, um, the other thing people would write is HAGS, H A G S. Mm. Have a great summer.
0: Oh, no. See, we didn't have this. We didn't oh, yeah. have all hags these acronyms. L
1: Y L A S, big one. Yeah. Um, I feel like there's another one. But yeah, great times. You, you know what's like
0: a big popular thing in, in the movies right now? What is it? I feel like it's a lot of Indiana Jones movies happening. Like a lot of treasure hunting movies happening. I just watched The Lost City on the plane Mm -hmm. with Sandra Bullock and Channing Tatum, which... Is great, by the way. Like, there's, is it? It's it's great. It's so fun. Okay. It's funny. Channing Tatum, Janine Tatum is, is a really, really good actor. Like he is, I
1: love him. He's
0: very funny. It's like Ryan Reynolds. You, you shouldn't get to be <laughs> that good looking and then also funny. No, you get one <laughs> or the other. That's how God works, okay? <sighs> uh. So anyways, I saw The Lost City. It was great. We watched another one last night, which is called Uncharted. Have you heard of that?
1: I think, I, yeah, who's in it? I have heard of it, though. Well, it's Tom
0: Holland and okay, Mark Wahlberg. Oh. And Antonio Banderas.
1: Ooh, what a throwback.
0: This one, not as good as The Lost City. Mm-hmm. But, but still kind of fun. But here's my thing after watching that. Every treasure hunting movie is exactly the same. Every single time there are yeah. one or two people that are trying to go find this thing and then there's a rich guy that also wants to find the thing and that that rich guy's evil every single time the rich guy's evil and the rich guy's going to end up trying to kill you and and double cross you at the end but don't worry the rich guy's going to die because everyone wants him or her to die There's always like a really hot chick That's going to turn on you And then there's also a less hot chick But she still is hot That will never turn on you And she is the person that you gotta be with forever Like th- there's just like, this weird formula Which I think is great Like ain't broke don't fix I guess But my whole fucking problem With every treasure hunting movie Indiana Jones Uncharted The Lost City We could go on for a while Is it's all predicated Around going into these ruins Right like these really old buildings and stuff and finding secret passageways and my thing is, is like these like 400, 500 sometimes year old passageways that are opened up by like gears and pulley systems. That like I'm sorry, like in no way, shape, or form, would those things still work. There's no way that the pulley system, like the ropes would have would have molded and snapped by now. You know, like th- maybe at the time it would have kind of worked, but five hundred years in the future, and you're telling me that this this gear and fucking pulley system that they 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 constructed hundreds of years ago is still going to work when the elevator at the hotel that I was just staying at didn't work no I'm sorry how are these gear and counterweight mechanisms still working
1: (laughs) (laughs) your rants are unreal you know it's pretend well I know Speaking of Ryan Reynolds, yeah, uh, you know what I watched is it, it's. I think this is on. They're on like season four of this. But have you ever watched any of um, David Letterman's Netflix series? It's, I think it's called My Next Guest. Oh uh, yeah. Or My Next Guest needs no introduction with David Letterman. I just looked it up. He just released. They just released like season four, and I watched Ryan Reynolds episode, and it's really good. I don't, I've never really like really watched any interviews or anything of, with Ryan Reynolds, like. So I don't really know like real life Ryan Reynolds. I just know movie star Ryan Reynolds. and um he's just so different than than on you know than on screen. So um it was like a fascinating watch if you're a Ryan Reynolds fan at all. And then I also I'm gonna watch there's an episode with Kevin Durant, which I'm sure is great. And there's also one with Cardi B, which I have to watch that one. that sounds fascinating. Wow. I know. So that's a good, easy, if you're like multitasking or something, it's a good um, show to watch.
0: I came across that with Billie Eilish. Uh-huh. It was interesting to find out that she has like ticks, mm. And she has one during the interview and- letterman's like is everything okay like did i offend you and she was like oh no i i'm having i was having a tick or whatever and mm-hmm. i didn't i didn't had no idea i didn't know that about her and that and then she kind of goes into like what brings on these ticks and stuff and that was really interesting i just didn't know that about her
1: yeah cra- i didn't either it's crazy yeah
0: do you have any musics
1: oh yeah i mean you're gonna be like we're not playing that but harry styles dropped a new album and it is good <laughs>
0: we talked about a couple episodes ago I was like I really like this song but this is an indie song you're a pop singer guy you can't be jumping into this world I hit up my my buddy Daniel Ellsworth who's in a band called Daniel Ellsworth and Great Lakes and I was like this sounds like your band exactly like your band and then also a little bit like the strokes in the like Mm -hmm. chord progressions of like minor fifths and stuff anyways uh, but it's a really good song I do. I'll yeah. play I'll play yeah, some albums. of it. I'll play some of it. I mean I do you think Harry's gonna
1: sue sue us <laughs> maybe, maybe we shouldn't play
0: it. Also, if you haven't heard this song, where you been, kid?
1: Yeah. Not the same as it was in this world. It's just
0: us. You know it's not the same.
1: It's really good. Like, I wasn't
0: a big fan of Watermelon Sugar High. <laughs> if I'm being honest with you. Why not? Watermelon Sugar High. Like, it was just like, it's too much for me. It's, it wasn't <laughs> Yeah, beca- that's
1: exactly how it
0: sounded. <laughs> <laughs> it's not because it was about cunnilingus. I'm I'm all for cunnilingus, okay? Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah. And I love I love that he wrote a song about, you know, eating beef. You know, good for mm-hmm. you, man. Mm-hmm. I just didn't like the song. I think this guy's a Nashville guy because I saw it on my old radio stations like Instagram, Lightning 100's Instagram. His name's Jake mm-hmm. Wesley Rogers. Have you ever heard of him? No, I haven't. This is a song called Pluto that I heard him play live on this old station that I worked on and I was like, what the fuck is this? This is so good. Okay.
1: Hate on me, hate on me, hate on me, hate on me. Your mouth is wet. me
0: no what. and that really fucks me up anyways that was it's really good
1: i've never heard of him but i like that
0: yeah really really good and then i mm-hmm. also saw that beach house has some new oh. music out they were on i think Colbert recently and i was like oh i've i've missed you beach house
1: yeah, for real.
0: This is a song called uh, Once Twice Melody. Days go by. In her eyes. once, twice, Melody. Good driving music.
1: Mm -hmm. might put me to sleep but
0: yeah yeah a good passenger music then yeah you got anything else
1: i think that's all i've got what's coming up for you (sighs) that's a great question um horse showing this week nice during the week and then i oh actually i'm heading to san diego on i'll be there sunday playing at the pendry hotel rooftop pool for memorial day weekend yeah so, um, if any there are any YFTers in San Diego that want to come have a little uh, pool party, get a little day drunk, celebrate the holiday weekend, I'll be there. And um, my mom actually might come down and hang. What? We'll see. Yeah, I know. Tis. Um, yeah, my. I mean, I'm not. You know, I don't need anyone to sing or anything. But my birthday's this week, so I'm trying to convince her to come down so we can like celebrate my birthday on the weekend.
0: Yeah, actually, does but, this come out? No, your birthday's on Thursday, yes? Yeah, yes. So it just about the day before. Yeah. Well,
1: you, uh, the big three five. Like, what?
0: Wow. Yeah. No, I'm, I am not okay. <laughs> but you got to do something fun.
1: Well,. I feel like I'm horse showing this week too. That's that's what I wanted to do for my yeah. birthday was being a horse show. So that's my present to myself. And then um, you know, this week it'll uh, this week it'll be fun. I've got some friends coming down, hopefully my mom comes down. I love a daytime party. Like I playing nightclubs is fun and all, but I thrive at a daytime pool party. I like to get day drunk, go to bed early, and not feel like complete shit the next day. So uh, it's going to be fun. So if anybody in SoCal or the surrounding area wants to come and hang, come on down. And I think my mom and sister and I are going to take a little uh, little girls trip in June. We're trying to pick a place to go and just do like a week-long girls trip. So I'm excited about that.
0: You want to go to Paradise?
1: No, I do not.
0: (laughs) I can get you in there. No, thanks. All right. Well, good times. Happy early birthday to you. Thanks. (sighs) We're getting old.
1: I know I hate
0: it I'm already old actually <laughs>
1: yeah you
0: are Sarah's like what do you want to do for your birthday I was like pretend like it's not happening
1: yeah exactly that's, that's don't, I definitely don't want anyone to sing
0: yeah well if anyone's gonna sing it could be Ann Lopez because that's pretty great
1: yeah that was pretty cool yeah
0: alright dude we'll have uh, an amazing week
1: thanks you too
0: and uh, who knows maybe I'll come to San Diego and chill
1: come on down we'd yeah. love to have you. alright right. huh.
0: yeah alright wife of Tears uh, we love you. Love and y'all. We'll see you soon.
1: Bye.
0: on me, on me, on me, on me. You mouth well, hate the